millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare flashlight. The Fighter Flare flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. 
future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com. Now, noblegoldinvestments.com. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. An entire show dedicated to this nine-minute video that was published on Twitter last night uh, by Kerry Lake and was also published by the Gateway Pundit. And this video is actually a bombshell smoking gun. I know you guys hate those terms and that hyperbole at this stage in the game. But I got to say, just because the courts won't do anything about this evidence, it is smoking gun irrefutable evidence, okay? That Maricopa County conducted secret testing on the Dominion machines prior to the election day, and despite the fact that 260 of, I believe, 446 of those machines failed, meaning they were rejecting ballots, spitting ballots back out, uh, despite this fact, they ran the election on these machines anyway, knowing that it would cause massive uh, machine breakdowns on election day and massive voter disenfranchisement, and obviously... I believe all of that was 100% intentional, as I assume many of you do as well. Now, this video uh, that was published last night, it went super viral. I just checked it, and it has over 7 million views on Twitter, okay? And the video itself does a pretty good job of breaking everything down and explaining what happened. But there's no narration whatsoever. It's more like a slideshow with a couple of video clips of actual live stream footage of Maricopa County election workers, uh, you know, breaking the tamper-resistant seals and manipulating the machines, and video of the machines actually rejecting ballots. But besides that, uh, I, I feel like it's a little bit complicated, right? Because when you start talking about things like logic and accuracy testing, and you start talking about the election procedure manual, this, and Arizona statute, that, things get a little bit complicated, right? And we're not all experts, and I assume there's a lot of people out there that are kind of lost in the weeds, right? Um, that could maybe benefit from a more simplified explana explanation, right? And so I've spent most of the day trying to figure out how I can present this in a you know very digestible way. And I think it's important that people understand this, because you got guys like Stephen Richer, the county recorder, and Garrett Archer, the uh, self-proclaimed data guru, this jackass, these two guys pompously, arrogantly giving so-called explanations and excuses for this, and none of it passes the smell test. If you really look at what they're saying, it is complete and total BS, and I want to make sure that the people are armed with the facts, so that when these guys try to tell you that there's nothing to see here... You know, this was all legal, this was all part of the normal process, and you guys are a bunch of conspiracy theorists pushing lies and making stuff up. I want you guys to be armed with the facts so you can push back and call out their BS. So, I asked my Telegram audience this morning if they wanted me to do a show on this and break it all down, and they overwhelmingly said yes. So, I set this up, and I'm going to do my best to make this digestible to the average observer, and maybe I'll succeed and maybe I'll fail, but at least I'm going to try. Um, and I'm hoping to do this for the people that maybe don't follow the election fraud stuff as closely as some other people might. And so if you guys would do me a favor and consider, after this you know, concludes, taking the link and sharing it so that more people can uh, you know, understand this stuff, that would be greatly appreciated. Now before we get started, 
as always, make sure to smash that rumble button and check out MyPillow.com, baby. Because when you go to MyPillow.com and enter promo code NICK, you can get the a buy one, get one free deal on the MyPillow 2.0. We have a m- Memorial Day mattress special where you can get $100 off. You can get the all-season slippers for just $25. All of the MyPillow products, you can save a ton of money when you use promo code NICK. And without further ado, let's go ahead and get right into it. Now, the first thing I want to do, the first thing I want to do is address something I've seen uh, brought up by several people, right? There's a lot of people questioning why this evidence is being presented now as opposed to six months ago or prior to the trial, right? There's there's people saying, why wasn't this brought up in court when they had a chance? Carrie Lake's legal team, they just had, you know, the, the Supreme Court reverse Judge Thompson's decision and have a whole new three-day trial. And we're only hearing about this now, which is a fair point. Uh, These are fair questions, but I want to make something very clear. Okay, Carrie Lake's legal team, they actually tried to put this evidence before the court and Judge Thompson prior to the trial. Um, And that's very important, by the way, because as I'll explain in a second... The fact that Judge Thompson refused to allow this evidence in, into his courtroom, I believe, gives Carrie Lake's legal team grounds for appeal. Because when you look at uh, why he refused this evidence, you'll see that he erroneously threw this out for really no apparent reason, right? And uh, so, basically, you know, just to just to give you guys, uh, I'm by the way, I'm assuming you guys have seen the nine minute video. Uh, you know, sometimes when I play videos on this channel that went super duper viral, people are like, Nick, we've already seen it. Every single podcaster showed it. So I don't want to uh, be redundant and waste your time. I assume you've already seen it. If you haven't, then hopefully somebody can put a link in the chat because that's what we're going to be talking about here. Now, I did pull some screenshots and I'm probably going to play a short, uh, like a very short clip towards the end. But again, I'm assuming you already saw this. Now, what are we talking about, okay? So, after Carrie Lake's original case was dismissed by Judge Thompson, you know, Carrie Lake filed open records requests to Maricopa County to obtain very specific information, including the logic inaccuracy uh, certification receipts, the forms, and something called the system log files of the Dominion machines. Now, Going back to why this wasn't presented in the courtroom before, uh, they didn't obtain these records, meaning Maricopa County didn't comply with the public records request until after the original case was dismissed. So there was no way that they could have put this evidence in their original complaint. That would have been impossible because they didn't have that stuff at the time. Now, what Lake attempted to do, you know, when she got a retrial, um, what she attempted to do is to get this evidence into a courtroom by trying to resurrect uh, three of her previous counts that Judge Thompson dismissed um, from her original complaint. Remember that she filed an original complaint. This was back, you know, just right after the election. And there was ten complaints in total. But Judge Thompson dismissed eight out of ten, and he only allowed two to go to trial. Okay, well... What, what she said was that, you know, in our original complaint, we, we alleged that the machines were not properly certified. But you dismissed that count. 
Um, but now, you know, we've discovered new evidence, which is completely relevant and solidifies that claim uh, that you dismissed. And so you should reverse your decision to dismiss count two. Count two dealt with the logic and accuracy testing. You should reverse your decision on count two and allow this evidence to go to trial along with the signature verification claim. So she tried to file a motion and get this evidence into the courtroom, but Judge Thompson dismissed it. And I actually have his decision here on why he dismissed it, but for some reason, the part that I highlighted disappeared. But somewhere in here, where is it? Oh, there there it is. Okay. So this was Judge Thompson's reason for uh, dismissing Carrie Lake's attempt to reverse his prior dismissal. Um, he said, assuming that this evidence could not have been discovered before trial, it goes to a completely different set of election day processes than that alleged in count two. Suggesting that the tabulators were maliciously configured to not read ballots is different in kind from alleging that the printers could not write the ballots correctly. The time to amend a complaint is before the matter goes to trial, not after. In fact, the law does not permit amendments of election contest complaints at any time after the contest filing deadline has passed, even to confirm, uh, even to conform to the evidence. So basically, what Judge Thompson said here is that the evidence wasn't uh, relevant to count two, and it was too late to amend the complaint. Basically, that ship has sailed, which is ridiculous because, for one thing, the evidence is completely relevant to the original complaint, and two, because there's something called Rule 60. And this was what uh, Carrie Lake used in an attempt to get him to resurrect resurrect count two. Uh, she brought a claim under Rule 60, which says you're allowed to bring evidence if the evidence could not have been discovered in time for a new trial. Okay, and as we just explained, they didn't have this evidence until very late in the game. So, I think that Judge Thompson erred by dismissing count two. And I think that Carrie Lake has grounds for appeal. Now, that said, let's talk about the evidence itself. So, that uh, going back to that nine-minute video, right? That nine-minute video. All of the stuff that you saw was based on the system log files, which were turned over to Carrie Lake from Maricopa County, and from publicly available live-streamed footage. So, there's, there's also people questioning the authenticity of the evidence, and, and questioning whether or not it's legit. Well, all of this evidence comes from Maricopa County themselves. So there you go. It's authentic. Now, um, real quick, I, I figured I'd put this in here for the sake of making sure that everybody understands what we're talking about. So for people that don't know what system log files are, I'm going to give you a brief explanation. And mind you, I myself am kind of a tech tart, but... I kind of get the gist of what slog files are. So, yeah, system log files, slog files, same thing. Slog is like an abbreviated uh, term for system log files. And this is basically, these are logs of every action that was taken on the machines put into a nice readable format. So, for example, everything that happens on the machine creates a line of code. You know, when you when when the machine is powered on, when the memory card is inserted or removed, uh, when a ballot is placed in the machine, when a ballot is rejected, all of that creates a line of code in 
uh, something called the slog files, right? And these are publicly available records that you can get through a FOIA request, and that's what they did. And so this image that's on the screen, this is just an example of a system log file, right? So they received all all of the uh, system log files from Maricopa County, and they also received hundreds of hours of live-streamed footage from Maricopa County, right? And what they discovered through the log files and through the footage as well as documents submitted into the court record, is that Maricopa County went in after the machines were allegedly certified, they broke the tamper-proof seals, they wiped the, the memory cards, the software that was originally on the memory cards, they took those memory cards um, and installed completely different software on them, and then they conducted secret testing on those machines, which the machines failed. And they ran the election on that anyway, right? Uh, 260 of the 446 machines were spitting out and rejecting ballots. And we know this based on the log files again and from the actual footage where you can see ballots being rejected on camera. And I actually have the video if you think I should. Yeah, let's just go ahead and pull that up. All right. So here's a video where you can actually see ballots being rejected. Okay, so you get the point. You can see ballots being rejected. Now, uh, let's actually pull up some screenshots from the nine-minute video that I took that'll help us illustrate and explain this bombshell, all right? So, at the top, what this video does is it takes claims from the county and it actually debunks the county's claims using information from the log files and from the, the video footage. So, the county claimed... Right at the very top, this is the county's claim that the election department tested all election day vote center tabulators between October 4th and October 10th. And this was allegedly when they actually tested the 446 tabulators. Okay, now what we have here is a discrepancy where actually they were tested between October 4th and October 8th, but I'm not sure that's completely relevant. The county says through October 4th through October 10th, uh, whereas the log files show the testing occurred between the 4th and the 8th. Okay, so there's that. Now, after they tested all these machines, they say that they discovered a programming error, which meant that uh, there was a problem with the memory card, the software, the election file, right? And the election file contains all the candidates, the ballot style, the format, the, the entire election file is on that memory card, and they had some sort of uh, programming error, which means that the memory cards would have to be reconfigured with new memory cards. Now, this is very important, okay? The deadline for certification per Arizona statute is October 11th. So, they had a problem with the memory cards, and they were supposed to fix this and uh, do a do a logic inaccuracy test on all the machines 
by October 11th. So let's summarize what we've got so far. They tested the machines between October 4th and October 8th. They found errors in the memory cards, and they realized they would have to reprogram all the machines. And they had to do this by October 11th because that's the deadline. Now, here's where things get interesting, okay? They claim that uh, they conducted a final test on October 11th and that all of the machines passed with flying colors, which means if they were following the law, they would have had to reconfigure all the memory cards and conduct a full logic inaccuracy test open to the public with party observers present for all 446 tabulators, right? And this is what they're alleging that they did. However, okay, and this next slide's very important. However, uh, it turns out we have no record that the 446 election day tabulator, tabulators were recertified on October 11th. Um, in fact, they were. In fact, they were never ever recertified after they discovered that programming error. Okay, now, um, so here we get to October 11th, right? The legal deadline, and um, we already talked about what they were supposed to do according to the law. But they didn't do any of that, right? At this point, they still hadn't reprogrammed the memory cards to fix the supposed error, right? But they did a little smoke and mirrors act to try to get around this legal deadline and pretend like they did a logic inaccuracy test when really they didn't, okay? So here's what they did. They did, in fact, conduct an official test on October 11th like they were required to do, but they did not test the 446 tabulators. Instead, they only tested five tabulators, okay? We only have record of five machines being tested on October 11th. And here's where it gets very interesting, okay? As you can see here, they say all five of these tabulators are labeled as spare, and they are not deployed for use on election day. The system log information is not available for these tabulators because they are not assigned or attributed to a voting center. Okay, now that brings us to slide three. So you can see, these are the five machines, and I know it's a little blurry, but all five of these machines were labeled spare, which means they were not actually used on election day. These are the machines that they keep on the sideline in case one of the machines breaks down. So, uh, the only equipment that was recertified on October 11th were these five machines that were not even used on election day, right? So again, at this time, October 11th, the 446 tabulators still have faulty programming and have not been fixed. They've not received new memory cards, and we've already passed the legal deadline for certification, okay? So here's the smoke and mirrors that continued, because it gets worse. Um... And I want, you to, I want you to understand what they're trying to do here, okay? What they're trying to do by testing these five spare machines is tell the public that, you know, these five spare machines, they received the new election file, the new memory card, and then passed certification, right? Which means all of the equipment was good to go. Because according to them, they're all running the same software. So if these five machines passed... Then, when we put new memory cards on the other machines, they're going to pass, too, because they're running the same software. There was no need to retest all of them, you know, because these five, they worked fine. So that means the rest of them were good to go. And that's what 
jackass data guru Garrett Archer is saying, despite the fact that that makes absolutely no sense and is completely illegal. Because, as you'll learn, you know, they broke the tamper-resistant seals, and by law, if you break those seals and there's any alteration done whatsoever, then you have to do a completely uh, new logic and accuracy testing on all those machines. Right? So Garrett Archer is completely disregarding the law, uh, which says that all those machines have to be recertified. And, um, you know, these machines are supposed to be flawless, Flawless, zero error, errors, zero misreads, rejections, none of that can occur. Even if one occurs, then there has to be a, a totally new logic and accuracy testing, right? And so, again, coming back to uh, you know where we're at in the story, at this time, the 446 tabulators still have faulty memory cards. Now, it gets even worse, all right? Let me... Um, let me further explain why this October 11th certification of the five spare machines is total BS. And uh, by the way, I think this is all intentional. Um, because like we, like we talked about in slide two, there's no way for us to see whether or not the spare machines were running the same software as the election day machines. Because the fact that these machines were not used on election day means that there's no log files on the spare machines. Okay, so what they could have done is they they put um, like a working software on the five spare machines, tested those, said that they did a full logic and accuracy testing, when in fact they didn't. And the 446 tabulators on election day were running completely different software. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill which may never exist. But believe it or not, I may have found the next best thing. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviewers can't be wrong. Simply place your order now to get 51% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com. www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Now. 
energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. Software that was rigged to make the machines break down. Does that make sense? So the fact is we can't cross-examine the spare machines with the election day tabulators. Okay? There's no way um, there's no way that we can test and reverse engineer. And this is nothing more than a clever way of trying to convince the public that the machines were tested with the new memory cards when, in fact, they were not. Now, if you think that's bad, well, you know, we haven't even gotten to the best part. Because remember, they still have to reconfigure the memory cards on the 446 machines. So let's talk about October 14th, when they actually installed the new memory cards. Okay, so the, the official certification date was on the 11th. But on October 14th... Uh, and I believe it, it it took place over the course of three days, from the 14th to the 18th. So over the course of three days, the county, with no party observers, goes in, breaks all the tamper-resistant seals on all the machines, removes the memory cards, plugs those memory cards into a desktop computer, wipes the memory card clean, and installs new software on all of the machines. Okay, now... I think it's worth playing just the short clip where you guys can see that that's exactly what they did. Breaking the seals and removing the memory cards.
Okay, so you see, this was occurring after the legal deadline, after they allegedly did the logic and accuracy test where they, uh, you know, they certified the five spare machines on October 11th, okay? So they busted the tamper-resistant seal and uploaded totally different election software, which they which they said was verified on October 11th. So there's a lot of people wondering, why would they do this on live stream? Why would they do this on video if they know they're being recorded? They're committing crimes right out in the open. But you have to understand the narrative here, okay? What they're trying to say, and they said the same uh, in, in court filings, is that, you know, they they did the certification of those five spare machines, right, using the updated election software right and those machines passed okay so what they're doing on the 14th through the 18th is they're just you know putting the software the updated software which we know works because we already tested it on these 446 election day machines and because we already tested the software we don't need to do an entirely new logic and accuracy test right okay so that's 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 what people have to understand. This is why they're doing it blatantly out in the open right in front of your face. Okay? Now, here's where things get really interesting is uh, you know, after they put in the new memory cards with no party observers present, they proceeded to run test ballots through the machines. I think there was about 8 test ballots per machine, which is extremely small. But this was the secret testing, and we already played the video earlier where you saw the ballots being spat back out, okay? And this is me speculating, but one can only assume that what they were doing was a test to make sure that the machines were rejecting ballots like they wanted them to. And I say that because they ran the test ballots through the machines, and out of the 446 Election Day tabulators, 260 of them were throwing error codes and spitting out ballots. Right? We, we, we can see with video evidence the machines rejecting ballots. Um, I think at one point in the video that we played, there's an election worker kind of looking around like, hey, it's spitting the ballot back out. Like, what am I supposed to do? Um, I'm not sure that these people that were involved in this process were aware of exactly what they were doing. Because um, somebody in the chat was like, why aren't there more whistleblowers? I believe these people were probably well-intentioned um People that were told they're they're just doing something that's part of the normal process. This has to be done. It's just standard procedure. It's the person who programmed the memory cards that you really need to take a look at, right? That's that's the culprit. Uh, while these people were breaking the law, they may have been doing it unbeknownst to themselves. All right. So uh, so anyways, um, we know from video evidence and from the slog files that these machines during this secret test of eight ballots or whatever, they were throwing error codes and rejecting ballots. Okay? 260 of the machines. But you know what? Scott Jarrett says that this was not a test. Um, in court filings where, you know, they were responding to Carrie Lake and her legal team who alleged that Maricopa County conducted secret testing, in their response motion, Scott Jarrett says that this was not a test, nor was it secret. And, you know, that's what Stephen Richer and the Data Guru, all these guys, they're saying, if we were really trying to commit crimes, then why would we do it on live stream? 
It wasn't a secret. Look, you can see us committing crimes right there on video. And, of course, I heighten my voice because we know Stephen Richer has no testosterone whatsoever. And that's how he talks. But anyways, so in a, in a court filing, Scott Jarrett said that this was not a test. And I'll tell you why that's important. Okay? There's a reason why Scott Jarrett and Stephen Richer and Bill Gates and all these guys have to say that this was not a test. And it's because there were errors that occurred. Ballot rejections, right? And so, if they admit that this was a test, then these errors in ballot rejections would legally, statutorily, require them to complete a totally new logic and accuracy test. So they have to sit there and maintain that this was not a test, that the test was conducted on October 11th, and all we were doing was we were uh, deploying the updated software which was already tested on October 11th on the spare machines, right? We weren't doing a test. We were just updating the software to 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 add an additional layer of security to the election by making sure that the machines rejected uh, provisional ballots and double voting. That's what they say. Okay? So this is the scam. Just to summarize, this is the scam. Okay? They claim to have discovered a programming error during the original test between October 4th and October 8th. Then, uh, they conducted a false certification using the five spare machines on October 11th that likely had completely different software on them so that they would pass the test. And then days later, they went in, broke the seals, and installed totally new software on the 446 Election Day tabulators without observers present, and without conducting a legally required logic and accuracy test. Then they ran, you know, eight ballots through each machine to make sure that they were rejecting ballots like they were programmed to do. And, uh, you know, (laughs) that's how they gamed the system. That's how they rigged it. And uh, I was texting with Dan Sundin. And Dan Sundin, man, that guy knows a lot of stuff, but... uh, Sometimes it's hard to follow because his technical expertise is far and well beyond mine. But he he explained, or he, you know, I believe there was a lot of texts that were sent from Dan Sundin, and he was explaining to me how they uh, specifically rigged up the machines to accept the uh, early voting ballots, and via manipulation of the ballot on demand printers, reject the election day ballots. And so this was all an intentional scam. It's so obvious it's so so obvious and when you call them out on this they just say hey we weren't doing anything illegal all of this was on live camera all we were doing was uploading the same software that was used on the machines that was uh that passed certification on october 11th you know there was a county um There was a county test on october 11th there was also a secretary of state test and the secretary of state only conducted a test on the election day tabulators using 93 ballots. The Secretary of State's logic and accuracy test involved, in total, when you look at all the different uh, voting methods, a little bit over a 1,000 ballots. But particularly with the election day ballots, there was only 93. Okay? So, uh, this was a scam. This was a scam. You know, 
And and I think that this the whole programming error that occurred between October 4th and October 8th, I believe that was a, a complete lie from the start. I think that they made that up. They made that part up so that they could um, sort of, I don't know, like a time delay, so that they could allow the official October 11th certification date to lapse so that they could then go in and break the seals and and plug in the new memory cards after the fact. You know, I think it was all a scheme so that, the, you know, that would allow them to reprogram the machines without doing a logic and accuracy test. And again, completely illegal because the machines, um, once they're certified and those tamper-proof seals are put on there, there is, there can't be any alteration whatsoever. And if there is, those machines have to be recertified with observers, party observers. It has to be open to the public. All of those people have to be invited and present. There has to be a public announcement, and they didn't do any of that. So, when I say this was a smoking gun, I believe it is a smoking gun. And Judge Thompson didn't want anything to do with this evidence, nor did he want anything to do with the evidence from the Ruth McGregor report, which we've talked about extensively. Um, just to summarize that, Ruth McGregor was a former Supreme Court justice in Arizona that was commissioned by the Maricopa County Attorney's Office to do a root cause analysis of why the machines broke down on Election Day. And so she went and got, I believe, a dozen of the the, uh, ballot-on-demand printers that were used on Election Day, like a random sample, allegedly a random sample, and I believe she chose five that were faulty on Election Day, five that worked flawlessly on Election Day, and then there was like two others that were the more robust, uh, a different make and model, a more robust-style printer that they use in the highly dense populated areas and so so what she did was she printed 9100 test ballots right and uh ran them through the tabulators and her conclusion was that it was all a matter of paper thickness what she concluded in her report was that uh you know we believe that the reason that ballots were being rejected on election day was because the county chose to use 100 pound paper instead of 80-pound paper like they used in prior elections. And the paper thickness caused a stress on the printer uh, where the ink was not binding properly to the paper. So what happened was the the ballots were blurry, they were uh, not able to be read by the tabulator, and caused rejections, right? That was her conclusion. However, however, tucked away down on page 12 of that report was a bombshell that received almost no attention. And it only received about two sentences, which I believe 99% of everybody just kind of blew past and overlooked. But on page 12, she said that four out of the 12, and remember, it's very important, there was five faulty printers, five flawless printers, and two of the Lexmark, the other make and model, that really, I don't think had any issues on election day. So out of the five faulty printers, four, four were printing 19-inch ballots randomly. Randomly printing 19-inch ballots, and they couldn't figure out why. They even consulted technical experts, and nobody could explain why this occurred. So what did they do? They just uh, 
kind of glossed over it, moved on, and put a couple sentences in the report, but didn't give it much. Uh, didn't really give it much attention. And what's what's crazy about that is that it completely validates Clay Perique, Kerry Lake's expert witness, who alleged that there was 19-inch ballots printed on 20-inch paper, and that this was done intentionally to throw off the machines and cause ballot rejections. And so Kerry Lake also attempted to. Uh, to to put that forth before the judge, and ask basically ask for a, a motion for reconsideration on the count that discussed the printer failures, but the judge didn't allow that into the courtroom either. So we have two major major bombshells: these secret tests that were conducted by Maricopa County, the Ruth McGregor report, and all he allowed was the signature verification claim into his courtroom that the Supreme Court forced him to relook at, uh, revisit. And <laughs> the, the judge is so corrupt, man. And so this is where the appeal comes in. Uh, Carrie Lake must appeal this to the higher court in Arizona, or I would say, you know, even straight to the Supreme Court, U.S. Supreme Court. Because this is truly smoking gun evidence, bombshell. When you consider this, okay, Let's let's consider the secret testing, and let's uh, add that to the fact that the ballot on demand ballot on demand printers were randomly spitting out 19 inch ballots. Now, uh, there's something very important about that, which is that Scott Jarrett, the Maricopa County Elections Director, that contradicted himself under oath from one day to the next in the in the December trial. He is the one that actually gets to decide which printers go where. Scott Jarrett, the guy who lied under oath and said that there was no 19-inch ballots on day one, and then the next day says, oh, actually, I think that that was uh, an issue where somebody accidentally clicked shrink to fit. Yeah, you know, it happened in the primaries, it happened in the... 2020 election, 2018. It's been happening for years. We haven't fixed it. Uh, but yeah, this looks like a shrink-to-fit issue. Hey, guy. Hey, Scott. Hey, buddy. Didn't you just say yesterday that there was no 19-inch ballots, and if there were, that would have been a failure on part of Maricopa County? So where'd you get this shrink-to-fit bullshit? You know? But like I said, what's important to know is that Scott Jarrett, the guy that lied under oath, contradicted himself... He's the one that gets to decide which printers go where. And as we saw, some of the printers were programmed to spit out 19-inch ballots. Some weren't. And we saw that the the bulk of the printer failures and the voter disenfranchisement occurred in heavily Republican districts. So what we have here is a roadmap um many, 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 many different pieces of evidence that all fit together like a glove that spell out that the election was intentionally rigged. 100%. 100%. Because, look, you got the McGregor report and everything I just explained with Clay Preak's testimony. You also got the fact that they had a programming error on the memory cards. They conducted a smoke and mirrors logic and accuracy test, then went in, broke the seals, plugged in new memory cards, saw that 260 of the machines would fail, which 
perfectly coincides with the percentage of machines that failed on election day. They knew it. They knew it beyond a shadow of a doubt. And they proceeded to run the election on those machines anyway. There's absolutely no way of getting around the fact that they intentionally rigged the election. It's that simple, ladies and gentlemen. So, like I said, I wanted to do this show. I wanted to break this down because I I believe the way it was presented, it's easy to get lost in the weeds. And I, I wanted to make sure the public is educated on exactly what that video was showing. Because apparently, there's more videos coming. Um, I don't really know the details of what's, what's going to be coming, but apparently there's more videos coming. So now that you all have, uh, maybe you already knew, or maybe you already completely understood this and it was all redundant, but some of you guys out there, maybe you found this helpful. Um, and so when you see data guru, Garrett Archer, when you see Stephen Richer, when you see Bill Gates out there on Twitter trying to make BS excuses... Well, now you're armed with the facts, and you can uh, put them in their place. Push back. Fact check them. Now, if you will, do me a favor. Smash that like button. And again, of course, check out MyPillow.com, baby, because guess what? Carrie Lake's going to appeal this case all the way to the Supreme Court, and you know who's paying for her attorneys? Mike Lindell, baby. The man, the myth, the legend. And... So when you go to MyPillow.com, you enter promo code Nick, you help out the show, you help out Mike Lindell, and you help out Carrie Lake. I mean, it's a, it's a trifecta. It's a trifecta. But you also get some of the greatest sleep products ever, ever produced in man's entire history. The My Mattress Topper 2.0. Okay, the My Pillow 2.0 with revolutionary technology. NASA's trying to reverse engineer this bad boy, and they can't do it. The technology in this thing is so advanced. It keeps your head cool, but nobody knows how. It's Mike Lindell's little secret. And, uh, you know, the mattress, the My Mattress, you can get $100 off when you use promo code Nick. You know, and if you really, you know, if you really want to just support this channel, but you don't want a MyPillow product or you already got 20,000 MyPillows, you can go to nickmoseeder.locals.com and become a supporter over there. That helps uh, helps us do what we do, helps keeps us going. And uh, anyways, getting tuckered out. Only thing I've eaten today is like a banana and a spoonful of peanut butter because I was prepping for this show pretty much all day. Now, with that said, tomorrow I'm not going to be doing a show because the the family's going to the beach. We're gonna we're gonna spend the day at the beach tomorrow. I won't be around. Hopefully there's no bombshell news. But we'll be back on Wednesday. So I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for watching. Leave a like on this video. Share it. Share it everywhere. And I will see you next time. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough 
drew in a bottle, but then it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.